Welcome to Meta I'm MedTech Insights Managing Editor Marion Webb, and with me today is our Washington, D.C.-based reporter, Hannah Daniel. Hannah, let's get started with you. So what can you tell us about what's been going on with Apple Watches recently? Yeah, so Apple has been on a legal roller coaster ride recently with its Apple Watches, specifically the Series 9 and Ultra 2 models, which were struck with an import ban from the International Trade Commission back in October. In December, the Biden administration declined to veto the import ban that ruled that Apple had infringed on Massimo's pulse oximetry patients. The ban of the Series 9 and Ultra 2 models went into effect on December 26, but the next day, Apple had filed an appeal with the Federal Court of Appeals and a motion to stay, which had put a pause on the ban. So this all began in 2021 when Massimo filed a complaint with the ITC saying that Apple had infringed on patents of its pulse oximetry technology. Now, recently, the Federal Court of Appeals that Apple had filed its appeal with did not extend the pause on the ban, therefore reinstating the ban on the watches. But U.S. Customs and Border Patrol also announced that an updated version of watches without the pulse oximetry technology could be sold in the U.S. So all that being said, the decision from the Customs and Border Patrol is the only avenue left for Apple to begin selling the offending watches in the U.S. again. Quite a bit of a ride. But now let's go over to you, Marion. Um, you kicked off the new year with one of the biggest tech shows in the world, the Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, in Las Vegas. What were some of the highlights there? Yes, Hannah, that's right. This was actually the third year that I've been attending CES. And while there are many industries represented there, the presence of health tech and digital health keeps expanding with dozens of companies showcasing their latest innovations. And there were also many panel discussions that focused on health tech related issues, which of course is great for MedTech Insights coverage. And this year, AI-powered products and overall the topic of AI and generative AI took center stage and was also a focal point of many of the panel discussions. So you also had a chance to demo some solutions. Can you highlight some of them? Yes. So one of the solutions that kind of drew a lot of attention from visitors, likely also because it had Star Trek appeal, was Proto's Hologram. And like the name suggests, it's hologram technology where you can literally beam a person in real time from anywhere in the world into the room. So Proto let attendees demo its life-sized holographic display in the exhibit hall near the AARP stage, which was, which was extremely popular because people could literally walk away with a photo of themselves standing next to their own hologram. I had a chance to talk to the company's founder and CEO, David Nussbaum, who also joined a panel discussion with the Associate Dean for Clinical Affairs at the University of Central Florida's College of Health Professions and Sciences, Dr. Barry Hoffman. And she talked about how the technology is being used there to train students, BMEM patients, including cancer patients, to give students a better understanding of what it means for these people to live with the disease. They also beam in experts to share their research with the students and use it as an anatomy lab where the students can look at an organ. She showed um, a hologram where you see a brain floating in the air. And so basically what the students can do is interact with its anatomical structure 
and then uh, learn from that, among other learning experiences. Yeah, I think I remember seeing your picture next to your hologram shared somewhere, but that sounds super interesting. And that was just one of the companies that you highlighted in your CES Roundup stories. You also had the chance to sit down with executives from Abbott Diabetes and Dexcom to talk about their newest products. Yes, so I caught up with two leaders um, at Abbott's Consumers Lingo team. Lingo is Abbott's biowearable for consumers, which is currently awaiting FDA clearance, but is already on the market in the UK. So just to briefly explain what Lingo is, Lingo is based on Abbott's flagship Freestyle Libre Diabetes Monitoring Platform. Lingo works with a companion app to help people identify habits that have a negative impact on their health and then is designed to guide them to basically modify these bad behaviors and achieve better living. So at the core of this technology is using glucose as a biomarker for your health. And Lingo does this via the so-called Lingo Count. So like the Abbott Freestyle Libre CGM, this biowearable is worn behind your upper arm. It has a biosensor that tracks glucose levels in real time and assigns a glucose spike of value. So the more glucose spikes you have, the more lingo counts you accrue, and the algorithm basically determines for each person what the recommended target is, and then also provides recommendations how to reach better metabolic health. So the news at CES was that First of all, that the company expanded its presence in the UK and also that it made improvements to the app based on the feedback from these early users in the UK. I also had a chance to interview the CEO of Dexcom, which of course is Abbott's major competitor in the CGM space. Dexcom is awaiting FDA clearance for his newest product called Stello. And that is designed for people with type 2 diabetes who do not use insulin. So what Dexcom is trying to do, Ms. Leash told me, is trying to expand its presence in the type 2 diabetes market, which now makes up 90 to 95% of all people with diabetes. And Stello is aimed at people with type 2 diabetes in the early stages where the disease is managed with medication, diet, and exercise. And that's about 25 million people alone in the U.S. So it's a huge market. Right now, I was told there's no insurance coverage for CGM for that group of people. And Dexcom's CEO, uh, Mr. Leash, said that Stella will be an affordable cash pay option for those individuals. He couldn't give me a price yet, but uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on, on all of those developments. Well, thank you so much for highlighting your coverage from CES, as well as articles focusing on regulatory issues such as the Apple patent infringement cases and latest FDA news, as well as commercial coverage at medtechinsight.com. Thank you for listening and have a